the first session is going to be uh, uh, on the method methods and methodologies uh, methodological issues there are going to be two papers uh, one by maitri goswami ji about the pramanya of puranas and the other is going to be by amritanshu pande ji who is uh, going to talk about the historical use of uh, puranas for chronology uh, now maitri ji please uh, it is over to you Yes, sir. Am I audible? Yes, please go ahead. Okay. So today I am presenting my topic on credibility of Puranas as narratives of Vedic philosophical indoctrination. As we understood before, that Puranas have been a massive religious bedrock for the ancient Indian tradition, and people have been accepting the authenticity. of ved and puran equally since ages regarding as a knowledge system also and in the part of implication as well because the lifestyle we have been living uh, the religious lifestyle and the social lifestyle as well we have been adopting the inscriptions from puranas and the explanations given by puranas in our daily lifestyle majorly the puran explain the topic of purusharth dharma arth kaam and moksha the major uh, difference uh, here first of all if we assess between ved and puran is about the eligibility criteria because ved go for the eligibility of uh, trivarnik it means the one who are having yajnopavit sanskar and the puranas are opening out the eligibility eligibility criteria for everyone for whoever is interested in following the dharma through the puran now the puranas are considered as elucidation of ved because uh, puran elaborate the concepts as explained in the ved mahaprabhu shivalavachari explains that how puranas have been elaborating is that puranam vedavat purva siddham sarvopayogitat the major importance of puranas in the in the criteria is that it opens up the eligibility and therefore the one who are not able to follow the dharma as propagated in ved would be able to follow what has been explained in the puran we find all the parts of ved in the puran as well the first part is of brahman and samhita which explain the mantra part of ved and have been explaining the karma part that same karma part and the elaboration regarding the karma part the karma marg of the puran is also of the ved is also available in the puran for example ved explains that agnihotri has to be agnihotra has to be performed till the date you die by each and every person who is a grahastha but ved uh, the puran adds on to the detail that in spite of following what you have been doing from the ved you need to be careful regarding the six ang of dharma as explained in the ved and if you are not eligible in performing those you won't be able to perform the agnihotra and therefore the options of the agnihotra have been provided in the puran in the form of upasana of those deities so karma part is a part of puran as explained in the ved the second part is of 
gyan which is the category which is categorized in the upanishad section of ved upanishad explains the four functions of the brahma the superior most entity which are utpatti sthiti prayan and lay with prayan i mean the method of attaining salvation or to assimilate in the infinity of brahma so ved explains yatova imani bhutani jayante yena jatani jivanti yat prayanti abisam vishanti tad vijigyasasva tad brahma so these four functions of brahma have been explained in ved which elaborate the four functions that brahma is the creator the brahma is the sustainer and brahma is the one in ultimately whom everyone would like to attain salvation and ultimately when the brahma would like to assimilate the whole universe in his own form at that time the master of destruction will happen so these are the four major functions of brahma as explained in the upanishad and same have been elaborated in puran by the five uh, characteristics of puran or by the 10 characteristics of mahapuran so as explained by the revered keynote speaker that sarga visarga sthan poshan uti manvantar ishanu katha nirodh mukti and ashray these are the 10 sections of mahapuran and sarga vansh manvantar vanshanu charitan pratisarga these are the five categories as explained in the upapuran so if we go through the categorizations then the utpatti part it means the creation part of the ved has been elaborated in sarga visarga and sthan sections of mahapuran because they will be explaining that how the universe has been created and the whole detailed narrative would be given in that section the second one would be of sthiti it means to sustain the created universe and the poshan uti manvantar and ishanukatha these are the four sections of mahapuran which will go with the sthiti part it means how the sentient and insentient objects and beings which are created by brahma under the section of utpatti have been sustained by providing them all the accessible objects needed for living or for sustaining on this universe the third part is of prayan it means to attain salvation that has been explained in nirodh and mukti these two sections of puran and the fourth one is lay which means the ultimate refuge in brahma so the whole universe and each and every object will ultimately assimilate in the origin so these are the characteristics which we find in the puran the only difference is that ved denotes these functions of brahma while puran narrates these functions of brahma now the brahma as we all know that has been accepted in the vedic philosophy as a essential causal material not just as a creator but also as a material and efficient cause of each and every universal objects because sat and chit attribute of brahma they they elaborate themselves or they manifest themselves in the form of sentient and insentient beings and objects now as we have been accepting the multiplicity of brahma as explained in ekoham bahusyam prajayeya ekameva dvitiyam brahma so in spite of accepting the multiplicity of brahma we are not negating that brahma is the ultimate reality of this universe and therefore nothing other than brahma exists in this universe so as we are accepting the unity and multiplicity of brahma at the same time same way puranas have been elaborating the concept of multiplicity of brahma and the uniformity of brahma as explained in the ved itself 
So the Puranas they explain the multiplicity in multiplicity of Brahma in the form of deities, in the form of devtas, in the form of the objects of the universe, and how the objects and the deities or the ultimate reality interact with each other. from origin of the universe till the universe is destructed by his own wish so the major issue with the scholars who are influenced by the western understanding is that they feel that there has to be uniformity and we don't accept the multiplicity because if uniformity exists it means there will be only one god and there has to be only one entity in this universe and multiplicity will not go with it because he is the creator and therefore everything is distinct from the creator but this is not the concept of ved as ekoham bhavsyam the one brahma is multiplying itself and manifesting itself in the infinite name form and functions of the universe so as we are accepting that multiplicity same way we are accepting the multiplicity of the deities as well because as the beings have been not created with having the uniform nature or uniform function or uniform mentality and the objectives of their life so multiple deities are the multiplicity of that singular entity brahma itself and we have many more references from the ved which accept these deities not just as the puranic deities but as accepted in the ved also as from ruksamhita they say that vishnuhu gopadabhyato dharmani dharayan tad vishnoho paramam padam sada pashyanti surayah so it is not so that the puranic devtas have not been referred in the ved or the puranic de- devtas are different from what the ved explains same way the unity of all the multiplicity of these deities is explained in the satvik rajasan tamas puran has been explained in taittiriya aranyak by saying that the one who illuminates for devtas the one who is the purohit of devtas the one who was present before the devtas had their existence we go down to the element the brahma so this means that the devtas are multiplicity of the singular entity brahma itself and they are not the distinct entities as accepted in the vedic philosophy so it is very clear that the hindu followings or the sanatani tradition we are having of worshiping the deities is cannot be considered as a paganistic thought or cannot even be a polytheistic not even monotheistic or henotheistic but we are accepting the combination of polytheism and monotheism because one singular entity is multiplying itself in the infinite form names and functions and that is very well explained in the nirukta by saying that mahabhagya devataya ek eva atma bahudha stuyate so ekam sad vipra bahudha vadanti the one entity has been spoken out in many many forms and those forms have been acquired by their deity just because the beings he created the universe he created is also having the multiplicity in its form and that multiplicity is of satvik raja santamas gun and therefore the puranas who have been explaining the satvik devata or the devata possessing the rajas gun or devata possessing the tamas gun have been divided into these three sections as well so that the worshipper who would be of a satvik rajas or tamas nature or attribute can use that puran for his own salvation and for his own understanding so the differences which we find or we see on the basis of our uh, understanding the universal understanding is not what is applicable on ved and puran because they are working out on a huge area 
where the multiplicity the multiplicity created by brahma itself has to be given a proper place and has to be given a proper resort as well so that we don't expect uniformity from such a huge universe and therefore mahaprabhu shri vallabhacharya explains this out in a crust that brahmaiva tadrsham yasmat sarvatmakatayo ditao it means in whichever puran the glory of whichever devta has been explained for the worship for the person who is worshiping that devta as per his own need and understanding are the multiple forms of brahma himself and he himself has glorified his form for the beings he has created so ultimately puran are dedicated for explaining the multiplicity of the brahma itself and the brahma when he likes to multiply and manifest itself in these many forms those section has been taken up by the puran in the form of narratives of what ved explains as a philosophical concept now what type of understanding we need to have when we are overlooking the ved and puran maybe comparatively or maybe individually so there can be the two point of views the first one can be a philosophical point of view and the second one can be the point of view to consider this universe as a divine sport so when we just concentrate upon the philosophical point of view we miss out that the brahma is rasovaisaha it means he has infinite ras in itself and therefore just by considering a uniformity or expecting uniformity from such an infinite huge entity we are missing out his beauty so puran concentrated upon the point of view of considering the universe and the interaction of the created beings with the divine entity considering it as a divine sport while upanishad are dedicated for explaining the philosophical point of view so that in spite of experiencing the multiplicity in the universe we can consider the uniformity of the singular entity who is the material and efficient cause of this universe as well so the puranas explain the leela part the point of view of the sport by considering the whole universe as a sport of brahma in which all the type of ras the nine ras is explained by bharat and the subordinate ras as explained in the natya shastra all the type of understandings intellects or what type of cravings we develop in ourselves or what type of interest we develop may those be tamas rajas satvik nirgun sagun etc all those can be encompassed in a single text and thereby we can understand that how the causal material the brahma has manifested itself in these many infinite forms by exploring his rasrupata so the puranas are dedicated in explaining that part while the ved explain the philosophical point of view so if we keep this type of understanding and overview for considering the a uh, contribution of the puran or for considering the format of the puran we can be very clear that they are not expecting or explaining anything which is different from ved the ved is dedicated for the pure philosophical indoctrinations while puranas are dedicated in narrating those indoctrinations that's the fact that it is quite possible that in the time being a huge time being there can be some sort of additions there can be some sort of subtractions in the text we are finding right now but it is not so that they are 
not authentic or they are they cannot be considered as a myth or a fact maitri ji we need to give time for question and answers also yes i am done 15 plus 5 15 minutes for presentation and 5 minutes for questions and answers yes i am done with my part that's what i wanted to say we can go with the queries if there are any yeah please go ahead yeah so uh maybe we can take up questions and answers after amritanshu ji presents his paper together for both the papers uh maitri ji if you have any uh, more points you, you can please uh, wind it wind it up and uh, continue yes so ultimately what i wanted to conclude is that when we are going through the ved we are going through the pure philosophical expressions as explained in the ved and while we are going through the purana we need to be very clear that puranas are elaborating the concepts of the ved so if we distinct both the texts from each other both of them will remain incomplete the ved will not be able to narrate what it wanted to say and the puranas will lose their philosophical indoctrination which is placed in the ved so both of them all together will explain both of the point of view towards the universe and how we need to interact with the uniformity of this universe and the multiplicity of this universe as well thank you very much uh, maitri ji uh, this is a very important topic uh, the ekavakyata between uh, vedas and puranas uh, we have been so much indoctrinated by western thinking that uh, some of us uh, uh, who are indic pro indic also we ourselves doubt the ekavakyata between vedas and puranas uh, yeah. quite often uh, but maitri ji has brought out very well uh, Uh, logically, how there is an ekavakyata between uh, 